17 Degrees Podcast, third episode, uh, pretty excited about today, uh, had a number of conversations, but definitely want to get this on, uh, you know, or save this, uh, I reached out to my nephew, he actually called me today, and I said, man, we got to get on the podcast, so wanted to introduce him, but also I think with this song by g Easy uh, speaks to just some of the challenges and wanting to overcome and waiting for these moments and you know i think this is a fitting song but overall definitely wanted to introduce introduce ajad uh definitely one of the co-founders of dtfs which is a clothing brand a lifestyle brand uh you know that stands for devoting time for success uh furthermore he's a recording artist uh he's on spotify a lot of great content or music on there as well um furthermore he's a football player professional football player football enthusiast you know i'll be smoking him on the fifa as well <laughs> but more importantly, he's my nephew. Uh, definitely is a is a blessing in my life. But definitely want to introduce him and welcome to the podcast, of John. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to Seven Degrees Podcast. So brother podcast, so brother podcast. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, we're gonna start out, man. That's a bunch of cap on the FIFA, but we're gonna let it slide. We're gonna let it slide. <laughs> for sure, for sure, man. We're well, definitely glad you can make it. And and I think you know to have you on here, mind you, you being 24. Um, a lot of a lot of inspiration, a lot of gems I get from you, and, and I think you know inspiration can, can can come from anywhere. But I think going back to our conversation, as I mentioned, you reached out to me. We're talking about budget and finance and different other things, and we stumbled upon the topic of um, just talking about you know working a job and, and and just kind of your thoughts of being a creator, but. I want to get to that, but at some point, you know, I mean, really just, if you can, give a brief introduction in terms of just, you know, who you are, what you're currently working on, and why at, at this point in time. All right. Um, yeah, so thanks for having me on 17 Degrees. Uh, but yeah, so I guess to dive into it, my name is Sajad Delane, um, and currently uh, I'm, a per, I guess, pursuing a professional football career at the moment. But also, you know, like you mentioned, uh, into the music scene and just creating, you know, vibes and things like that, of that nature. Uh, then, all right, we're going to run that back one more time. Or you can just cut it. You can cut because that was crazy. <laughs> Wait, can you cut the audio and, and switch it up? No, we keeping that, bro. This is all the way live, bro. We keeping that. Ah, <laughs> yeah. this, ain't no, this ain't no makeshift, like, start over. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> what? what, what you, Oh, wait, wait, we got, we got, we got to run that back one time. <laughs> what you mean? Why? The computer, the computer messed up on the first one. <laughs> hey. Hey. Bro, keep it authentic, bro. This is, this is what big it is. Big boy, big boy. No, I was saying, all right, we should run this back. Let me just, that's like my first performance again. When I messed up the first one. But, um, nah, <laughs> my name is Sajad Delane, uh, 24 years old. Currently residing in uh, Athens, Georgia, at the moment. Um, I'm a, 
aspiring professional footballer, uh, music artist, and just content creator. Not content creator, just a creator, I feel. Uh, I like to dibble and dab into just really any form of creation, really, whether it be music, apparel, uh, you know, film, photos, just whatever I'm really feeling. Uh, currently at this moment, I'm actually working on, I'm a co-founder, actually, a part of this this brand called DTFS, which stands for Devoting Time for Success. And uh, currently working on a new release, a new release coming up within probably the next three weeks or so. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I'm up to right now. And aside from that, I just been recovering from a groin injury. Uh, the month, so I've been recovering from that. In the meantime, just you know, staying active, trying to create and just you know push uh the dtfs brand and also you know my brand as well for sure, for sure man appreciate you giving us that good insight and perspective uh definitely is helpful um but with that being said man i, I think going back to our initial conversation and, and speaking to <clears throat> you know at this point being a creator uh and talking about your, your current job and, and your thoughts of you know really shying away from that and and, and not having that be a part of, you know, just the, the, the journey of the process. Help me understand as far as, you know, what you're doing for work now, but also how that may be aligned or even take you away from that creative passion, but also that drive that you do have. Um, so recently, the past couple, well, I would say from, when do we start? I would say from like end of April, mid-April, to pretty much like the beginning of July, I was working at this uh, this company, this warehouse company called Carter's. It's like this baby company that sells, you know, just baby clothes and things of that nature. So I was pretty much working at the warehouse, you know, um, 40 hours a week. I was working from 6 p.m. to 4 a.m., Monday through Thursday. Because uh, at the time, you know, with COVID and everything was going on, there wasn't really anything going on at the time. Uh, with football or just anything so you know I was, I was like why not just you know just work since I'm you know just training right now I can be stacking up a little bread in the meantime so by the time you know I was thinking it would die down by now then I have some bread to you know make moves if something opened up with football or you know just even having money just for the music to get you know beats and things like that so that was my whole initial reason for working so after I got about to July, when this tournament had started, I, it was just tough. You know, I'm staying in Athens, and we have training. Like, the first week, training was, like, an hour and 45 minutes away from the house. So, you know, I would go to go training at, like, 8 o'clock, get done around 10, then go clock in to work <laughs> and push to, like, 4. And my body was just aching. It was a lot. So it was either – it was interesting, though, because when I first initially started working, I had the mindset, like, I'm just going to stack – and I'm going to dip at a certain point. But as the more I started to work there, the more of my my ego kind of changed in a way in terms of like, so when it was time for me to like leave, I still was, my ego from working at Carter's was still connected to trying to still get the bread though. It, it was so interesting. Cause I'm like, why am I even, I just need to be locked in on this football right now at this month of the, of the tournament. But yet, it was so hard for me to even leave work because I got comfortable having, a, I guess, a set income coming in every week. You know what I'm saying? But the income that I was making, 
you know, at the time we were, we were making like 18 an hour. So like the first, you know, month and a half, two months was good because it was like 18 an hour. I didn't really have much going on, but as I, once that, once that incentive had dropped, it went back to like, I think 1350. Mm-hmm. So then it was like, it was, I was like, bro, <laughs> it's different than you got spoiled at 18. It's like, all right, we can, do, we can deal with this for 18. But like, once we get back to 350, it's like, we just got done getting paid 18 an hour. So it was like, it's not like the company can't pay us that. So I was, it really kind of diminished my, my spirit in a way. But at the same time, it was still hard for me to let go of that because there was like, you just having the income coming in. So I had to have a whole ego death transition with that of just breaking apart and trusting, going back to trusting my, my process and trusting, you know, my higher self to do that. Like, everything's going to work out the way it needs to because I was losing myself with that job over, for, over, over a paycheck that really wasn't even that much. You know what I'm saying? What I was making, my friend's nanny, who's a lawyer, she makes that in an hour. So I was like, bro, ah, heck no. <laughs> some, some, something has to change here. So at the time it was needed. So that's why, you know, I was working. But the reason why I was working is really to kind of have some, just to build a little finances to really fund what I need to do. So and whatever you're trying to do, whatever you're trying to start, you're going to already need some, something to front. So either you're going to have somebody to help you out front it or you just front it yourself. So I was yeah. trying to get my bread so I can just front it, really just front things myself. I don't have to depend on anybody to, you know, if I want to create or do something, a new launch, I don't really have to go to anybody and ask for, you know, money and things like that. So, yeah. Um, so, so yeah so now i can't quit that job and now i'm just back to creating so and and, and i think as far as creators man that that's a challenge because i think you um, you're not of this world so to speak in a way to where it's a different mindset a different perspective but i realize you having to play that game you know to a certain extent mm. to where yeah you may not want to do it and it's challenging and it's like well if you don't do it um you know, there are those that have bills to pay that they have to do that. They have no choice at this point. I think right. that within itself is constricting, it's conflicting as well. But, you know, I think you've been blessed with the opportunity as far as, you know, you can walk away from it and, and not have to think twice and really work on your craft. But at some point, you know, I think that shift is going to have to happen. So what do you think or what's going to help support that that shift? Because at some point you're going to have kids, you're going to have a family, and you're going to be responsible and held accountable. So how do you just, you know, put yourself in that position? How would you maintain that space, but also devote time for your craft and finding that balance? Um, I mean, like you had mentioned, everyone's scenario is different. And, yeah, like you said, some people, they have to work, you know, just to provide for – you know, their, their lifestyle, whatever that may come with. So like you said, like, you know, right now, I mean, I'm fortunate to not really have to worry about those things um, in terms like, you know, where it's very just, you know, immediate, like I have to be working in order to survive. You know, I can kind of like work and also now I can kind of digress and spend time with my craft. But I mean, I feel like we are the masters of our fate. So I feel like if I just continue to be in my present moment and, really just hone in on the moment in my craft and what I'm doing. Like, there's no reason why I can't make what my visions, I can't make my visions a reality. And with that reality comes a lifestyle of, you know, um, eventually pushing for financial freedom. Um, but at the same time, ultimately, it's just really just happiness, moving and living, you know what I'm saying? Because, of course, you know, in time, like those things of, um, you know, responsibilities, you know, getting married, children, like that's all going to come in the future. But I just feel like if I just lock in now and continue to do what I do, like when those times come, 
you know, I'll be ready on all on aspects, spiritually, mentally, physically, and financially to deal with whatever that comes with. So um, in the meantime, like there might be times where I, I got to go back and work a part time, but I know I'm not going to be like I, one of my, my songs. I say, you got to know the difference between um, grinding and slaving because there's, there's two different mindsets because some people are really just comfortable with just working. Like just no aspirations, nothing just over the money though. It's like, some people, they're, they're good, and they're just stacking up money just to stack up money, not to do any, just to have money. And I just feel like for me, I never was really, whatever my passions were, it didn't really come from the, like, finances was never the root of it. You know what I'm saying? So like, hold on, hold, hold that thought real quick. So, so think about this to where it, it's a fine line, because as you mentioned before, it's an ego death and happiness, right? So what in that moment of working that part time job, you know, we've all done it to where a job you really, you really don't want to be at, whatever it is. And it's like, OK, well, what part of my ego is getting in the way of me just getting this money, which I know is going to go to my craft, which is at the end of the day is going to, you know, uh, uh, support that happiness to where what, right. ego, you know, because so, so, sometimes I don't want to confuse as far as the ego is just saying, um, you know, I'm, you know, it's not so much saying, you know. Or you could be saying, I'm above this. That's ego. Like, I shouldn't even yeah, be working this yeah. job at Carter's. But and, and that, that could pull you out of getting the funds to support the happiness, which is your craft or your, your creative right. outlet. So with that understood to where it's like, you know, with the ego death, and I think that's consistent through and through in any, you know, fast or, or, or uh, part of life. But how do you, how do you, I guess, play the game or say like, okay, you know what? Let me just do this and get like how do you how do you get to that point of saying you know what this is what it is or what what will drive you to that to that point where say you know I have to do this job and this is going to help me get to point from point A to point B. Basically, with another ego death, like like you said, it's just constant ego deaths because up to that certain point, like there's a times where like like I said, I didn't want to work. Like you said, you think you're above Carter's, but it's like I had to kill that ego and humble myself to like nah, this is what's going to help you fund because like money ain't just come out of nowhere right now. So it's like, yo, if you can get it paid for what you do, it's like you might have to go out and work, like you said, a job that you might not want to do. So yeah. therefore, you kill that ego and, you know, and humble yourself in order to get, you look at the bigger picture, you know what I'm saying? You're not too stuck on, in your head, you know what I'm saying? You're able to be open-minded enough to know the bigger picture. So therefore, once you have that vision, then you're able to make those adjustments when needed. So therefore, that's why I don't really stress on like, to where me like I know if the time comes I have to do something to get to where I need to get to I'll make that happen so that's that's just my personal thing of how I'm moving um so help me help me understand so what are some of the challenges as a creative because again it's a path not taken you know a lot of times these you know creators are are, are blazing a path in different ways what are some of the challenges that you that you face in terms of you know creating you know, clothes, uh, you know, creating music, um, but even creating on the pitch, you know, to where you're always creating a new way to, you know, to get better or challenge yourself, whatever it may be. What are some things that get in the way of you, you know, reaching new levels and heights within, you know, that, that space? Um, I guess I'll just try to give an example for each one. Like I'll start with the, I'll actually start with the peril. Um, so while I was working, you know, I, you know, you had a lot of time to think. And I would think of, like, a lot of these ideas. And, you know, but by the time I get done with work, 
I'm just like too tired to even bring that into fruition. You know what I'm saying? Getting at work, you're energized. You got time to think. You're thinking of these great ideas. So I would jot them down and things like that. So that definitely, so it's like you kind of realize you got to put certain things on hold and wear, and wear different caps at different times. So when I was working at Carter's, it was just solely like, all right, I'm on my bread. I'm on my bread cap. Like, I'm just trying to get this bread. And then so, like, throughout this whole process, I've been learning to how to tap into different, you know, sides of myself when the time calls for it. So um, now, like, with the, I guess with the music now, I mean, not the music, with the, with the clothing, I'm in a space to where I, because, like, when you're working at the job, you're not living, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not, like, you're not growing as an individual. You're not, like, you know, every day you might have conversations at work, but for the most part, I felt like I was just being stagnant, and I wasn't really, you know, experiencing, I guess, growth. I did grow, but, like, I mean, actually, I'll take that back. I did grow. I did grow, because there's growth in anything, really. There really is growth in anything. But for me to, like, I feel like, I guess for my own personal thing like for me to first like, I just want to be living like, I don't want to be confined to to this job in this warehouse for 40 hours of the week because that's 40 hours of life that I can be you know getting inspiration for a new content getting inspiration for a new music you know or just even being inspired to to you know add on to your craft on the pitch I feel like in order to continue to grow you have to continue to live so I think that's just a big part because I don't know as I'm tapping into all these different avenues like the music and clothing and football I feel like it all ties in to where it helps me mold me into my own person you know what I'm saying so even on the on the field of how you approach things might be different due to like your approach to the music of learning how to flow you know what I'm saying and not I don't know just finding pockets like it's all just rhythm you know what I'm saying like rap rhythm and poetry it's, like, it's the same thing with life it's just rhythm and poetry it's just like what what do you want to draw on your canvas so um yeah. <laughs> well, well, like, I, I, I think with, with that, with that, you know, process of of creating, um, you know, and, and challenging yourself at all times, I think you know, it, you know, as as a young person who may not, you know, know what their what their passions are or that purpose, what that may be, as far as hey, this is what I'm going to do. These are my three areas. What helped you, you know, really formulate that those three lanes as far as apparel, sports, and and music. Um, and knowing your family as far as, well, your family, my sister and my brother-in-law, um, what what helps you just get that interest or gain that interest, but also just, you know, be encouraged to, to go down the, uh, these paths that, that, that you've chosen? Um, football definitely, you know, came from living overseas in Malaysia. Um, I think without that experience out there, I probably would have, I probably wouldn't even be a footballer now. I mean, thinking honestly like being being out there has definitely kind of shaped me in terms of just that light um so with that just you know seeing back then we had this whole Jogo Benito era movement out there and we're playing for like this Brazilian football academy so while so our first introduction to the game was pretty much taught through like the Brazilian system and that was all about being creative and you know enhancing your skills to express yourself on the field so therefore, it already, like, my introduction to the game was to, it was like an artist. It's like, you know, you create your skills and you find what skills you like to do that you're comfortable with. And then you hone, on, you hone in on those skills. And then when you're on the pitch, it, it's like you're an artist just, you know, just flowing in motion, creating a piece, you know what I'm saying, throughout the game. It, it's, it's all connection. So, uh, so that's where that kind of really just sparked, I guess, for me to become a footballer was being in Malaysia. 
And then so since then, I already knew I kind of wanted to to push that as far as I can. And I just, you know, vowed to myself just to not stop until I get there. Um, and then with the music is something I tapped into, you know, about like a year and a half, two years ago. Really just more, more for myself and just expression to me it was like therapy. So I would just, um, I remember like prior to that, like my dad, he did music when he was younger. And then, so even in Malaysia, he would have some studio time. So I remember like being in a couple of studios in Malaysia. So, and I've always been around people who've done music, like, you know, um, like Marty Grimes, uh, my, my friend Quab, his older brother is Marty Grimes, his best friend is G Easy. So it's interesting, you know, you put that song in there because, like, you know, we all know each other. Um, I'm not really, you know, super cool with, with G Easy, but, you know, he does follow the kid on the gram. Uh, but Marty Grimes is really who I kind of, you know, look at us as like another older brother. And like, you know, I was there when he was, you know, working on his, his albums um, and like nobody said it was going to be easy. Like, you know, just being there, I was, you know, staying him with him for like about a month, two months. Me and Quab, you know, he was just seeing his elevation in his work. So it kind of always, like the music has always just been around. I just never really tapped into it until I came back from Sweden. And then I see my brother, Muhammad, he had a little track with his friends. So I was like, once I see Shout out, Hamid. Shout out, Hamid. Yeah, shout out to Hamid. You know what I'm saying? Young goat out here. Young Hamid. So definitely he's going to be one to look out for in the upcoming, you know, you know, time being, just even with his music and all his, you know, entrepreneurship and what he wants to do and stuff like that. So, but with him, you know, he, he helped really spark that, oh, this music can be done. So, like, because it wasn't, I wasn't from Muhammad. Then I probably wouldn't have never thought to like record a song. So we literally just had like the beats headphones. We was playing like just find the transition. Even on my SoundCloud, I still got the first song on there that I ever made. So you can you kind of hear the transition of sound, of uh, the quality just getting better throughout the songs. Like you start from like the bottom go up. Um, so, but yeah. With that being said, like <laughs> I was like, okay, the music thing, and I just it just came to me. It was it. It, it wasn't nothing really I had to really work for in terms of just like a struggle. It came effortless. So I just kind of just applied myself and tried to, you know, get better, just, you know, finding pockets and just flow and learning how to really, you know, I guess put my emotions onto a song really and not really, you know, being influenced by different sounds. I mean, being influenced by like a certain person and trying to imitate their sound, like just creating my sound. So, and I feel like I have like a versatile I I credit myself like an artist. I won't say like a rapper, because I do like to dive into like the melodic vibes, also rap at the same time. So, you know, throughout this whole process, it's something that I just continue to grow it, and something that has become a passion of mine that I want to be, uh, you know, also you know great at as well. I don't see why. For me, you know, people try to create this stigma of, you know, jack uh, jack of trades but masters of nothing, and it's like well. If you could tell an athlete, you know, who's in college to, you know, focus on his classes and be a top tier athlete, why can't a top tier athlete do that? Be a top tier athlete, do music, be a top tier musician and be a top top tier businessman. Like it's all possible. It's all just really just being, you know, disciplined with your timing and things like that. One of my examples I like to look at is Damian Lillard, um, who's just, you know, doing it on all levels. I feel like, like I kind of aspire to be like just in the NBA, and what he does, but also just like with the music, like you can't, you have to respect both his crafts, you know what I'm saying? Because he's just fire at both of them. So that's something I kind of like aspire to kind of be like in my own life, though. So, Do you, so, so I'm curious to know as far as looking at the athlete from the athlete perspective to where, you know, if you're looking at 
FIFA, NBA, NFL, MLB to where um, at some point you don't have to play that game to where, you know, it like it's like when you advance from high school uh, mm-hmm. athletics and you go into college, it becomes a business. Right. It's right. no longer just we here having fun. It, it, it's it's a challenge. It, it's a it's a it's a everybody's there for the same. They're there to eat. Everybody's there to win. And I think that mentality of you know going back to working the part time, like everybody's there for a reason. Whether it be for a check, whether it be for you know they need to provide for their family, they have responsibilities. And I think at some form of fashion, you have to you know you're confronted with. Um, that that reality, you know, that reality of just like Definitely. this is the ways of the world. So I think you know, taking looking at just what you just said in terms of just who you are, you seem to be very confident in just you know who who Sajad is and uh, what you're capable of. What are some ways? Do you find yourself having to shake that sometimes and, and kind of suppress that, you know, to make others feel comfortable? Because I, I would assume that you're very sure of who you are and what you've been. You know what, what you're you, what you're supposed to be doing in life, but do you find yourself having? Are you confronted with you know people who may be uncomfortable or be be off put or you know just not as uh, just that just sure of themselves? You know, uh, you know, do you find yourself doing right. uh, suppressing who you are for others? Um, not necessarily because I feel like you know like the saying like the company you keep, and I feel like you know if you were to get a you know camera crew and kind of circling around the people that I hang out with and consider, you know, in my circle, they're all pretty much like-minded individuals. We're all in our, we're all our own individuals, but at the end of the day, there's, there's this ultimate cause of just, you know, having an impact on some level, whatever that is, you know what I'm saying? So not really, but also at the same time, it's like, even I am confident, but I really, you know, I don't, I don't go out speaking a lot, you know what I'm saying? Like, us having this conversation gives me time to like speak on it. Cause usually I really just don't, I just be trying to focus on what I need to do and be in the moment and let my dreams speak for themselves. But I don't really like to speak on stuff too much. Cause it's just like, I rather just do, do it. Cause I mean, I remember being younger. It's like, you know, you tell people, oh, I'm going to do this, do that, go this. And like, this may not, it might not go at that certain direction that you planned it to, but that doesn't mean it's not going. So I, I, I just learned to go, well, let me just work. And then, you can't be wrong because, you know what I'm saying, you're just going to be working and then you, everything's going to show for itself. So um, I definitely move confident, but throughout the journey, it definitely is going, it's going to test you. It's going to test you a lot uh, and just really test how bad do you want to keep enduring because, I mean, with football like that, it's been a whole grind in itself, just dealing with a lot and just being close, like, you know, being real close to a contract knowing that it's right there, knowing that you're capable of playing at that level. And just it's just about, like you said, the business side of the things, just clicking, you being in the right spot at the right time. Um, it can sway a lot of people. It's like, well, fuck it. I'm not going to do it anymore. But at the end of the day, I look at it this way. Like, it's just, you only got one life to live at this point. So just say, I've been looking at this, this sign, even just from like this money perspective, for example, I call it the left and right. Like the left side, is me working at Carter's, right? Let's say like, let's give me, I, 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 I give myself a span of three years, right? Just say like three years I grind out at Carter's. I'm going wrong with at least like, okay, by the time I'm done with three years, I might run up, you know, 150, 150 racks within three years. 
But I look at it, if I focus that three years on my grind, whether it's my music, my ball, or even with the brand, like three years of working into that, one of those things are bound to pop off if I'm grinding on all three of them things how I need to be. So at that point, you're, you know, MLS contract, you can at least be getting 100 racks at that point. And that's consistently you're going to be growing. So to me, I'd be looking at things in kind of like those scales of things, you know what I'm saying? Not really so much on the present. Like, yeah, maybe the presence of job working at Carter's going to have more bread at the moment, stability. But the grinding one three years from now is going to be way more advanced than this, this guy who's working at Carter's type. So that's how I kind of be visualizing things, for me at least. Um, that's kind of like that's, perspective. That, that, that's tough, man, because I, I want to be responsible with, with the platform, although I don't know who's listened to, listening, but, I mean, who knows? But I think at the same time, like, and that's a tough conversation, man, because I, I know a lot of dudes, you know, young men and women that justify I'm not working this job because of time I can spend and spend into my craft. Yeah, well, okay, let me say what, what, what yield. Hold on, let me hold on. Let, we'll finish. Like, let me will yield more income or potential for me to make more money, right? <laughs> but like anything in life, man, nothing is guaranteed. By any man, you know what I'm saying. So, so I, I think going back to your initial point of saying, it's okay to work that job, but as long as you're not comfortable, there's a reason why we work in this job, and I, and 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 you know, and it speaks to everything we do in life. To where again, whether it be your career, whether it be a relationship, as I as I mentioned before, we were discussing this earlier. To where like, if you're in a relationship and you just there because the person, the girl looked good, and you may want to take pictures with the person and post it on the gram. That's cool. But if there are certain points to be like, okay, well, what are, what are we really doing here? You know, am I building financial wealth? Can this person be a mother to my kids? What are we building as a foundation? Looking at even just, um, you know, simply just who you are, you know, within your, your spiritual walk. You know, you could be comfortable, go to church on Sundays and be cool with that and be comfortable but it says, okay, am I really growing? Am I really challenging myself to become a better version of myself? So at some point, it's okay, well, let me take this step. Because as you mentioned, you can learn from every experience, but also more so how can that be applied to other areas to where some of that that discipline? Because um, I know for me going to school as a young kid, like I felt like I was a lame for going to school and wanting to get good grades. And sometimes I was conflicted with the world and what, you know what I'm saying, oh, I shouldn't be doing this or being laughed at. But I knew this would give me opportunities maybe, you know, that I, I couldn't foresee. So I think that that's important to, to, to display as well, not knocking the route you've taken, but also looking at other people to where it's like it's one thing to work a job but not being complacent or comfortable with that position or that, that, that state that you're currently in. Yeah, I've, I think so – yeah, so, like, just kind of reiterate, like, what I was saying, though, is also, I mean, whether it's the left and right, like, the right side, I'm not saying, you know, completely discard everything and just, you know, if, you, if there's money to be, like, you need money to survive, you got to do what you need to do in the meantime to get to where you need to get to. But at the same time, like you said, um, when it comes to, like, let's say the left side of just working, for example, the longer you work there, if you're not mentally strong, you're going to lose, you're going to lose that. So I'm saying like, if you're not, if you're working without a reason, you're going to, I feel like you're going to lose yourself. Agreed. As long as you're working, as long as you're working with a reason, then you'll be all right. Cause then 
you'll know, you know what I'm saying, you're working towards something. But I just feel like some people are comfortable working, but they don't really have a reason why they're working besides to just pay bills. So therefore, they're going to be comfortable for just staying there. You know what I'm saying? But if you're working with a reason to, to elevate yourself and to push, then that's just going to bring a different type of mindset. But that doesn't really determine on money. It just determines on what you're trying to do in life, I feel. Exactly. Um, it's, it seems to be more of a mindset then to where, you know, beyond, it's not about the job or where you're working. Yeah, it's not about the job. It's about the yeah, yeah, because believe me, I, I worked a job at Sears selling shoes. I hated it. I hated it. But it gave me discipline. It had me show up on time, but also let me know this is not where I want to be. You know, and then there's been a, a, a constant progression uh, within my professional workspace, but also pushed me to go to school and do something with myself as well. So mm -hmm. definitely a lot to learn there. But I, I want to shift, switch gears a little bit. Um, you know, you have mentioned you're newly in a relationship. In this day and age of dating, man, and, and especially as a black man and, and, you know, kind of, you know, the challenges we may face and, you know, as far as what does that mean for you as a man being in a relationship and really having to, um, I think society may say different. And I think, you know, to where some fall victim to that as far as how we should be as men um, and how we should operate, you know, we're told, you know, what to do, but not how to be as men. So you being in a relationship now. So what does that mean for you in this space? And, and how do you, um, how do you, uh, navigate that bro just as a young man and, and being committed in that space i would say you know every day is a learning curve for sure but um i think dang, it really, i think it comes like, like you said today's society the dating is 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 different i think everyone's experience is different in terms of just how they go about you know things for me like I mean, I, I was like, it's funny because like last year I was just hinting like, all right, I'm going to just start dating because I was just getting kind of getting tired of just, you know, called the single lifestyle. Like, yeah, you're mingling with different people, but it's just that you're not growing. Like you said, you're not growing anything because you really don't see a future within these people or whatever. Um, so therefore, it's just like for me, it's click like, bro, it's like a waste of time. So like if I can, or if the, honestly, I didn't even put out to look for anybody. I just looked like, dang, I probably like if the opportunity comes. So we're like the person and we're meshing well and we're like, you know, pretty much on the same frequency, then I'm going to take advantage of that blessing. So I, it pretty much has happened just like that. Um, so with that being said, you know, even just in me being an African-American, I ain't African-American, just a 24-year-old male individual, um, just of like what we're taught as, I guess, just growing up. <laughs> it, I don't know, like, I just feel like growing up, you kind of experience just certain things and you see how certain things work and how certain things play out. Um, so, so you go, like, you're going back to that ego death, I think, you know, right. to where even in this space, yeah, I know for me, I had to shake that ego death, you know, I, I had to shake my ego a lot of the times, man, and it's forced me to learn and look at myself. So, so maybe a better question is, um, what are some of the things you learned about yourself through your relationship? Um, I would say, 
you learn, I guess you used to learn aspects that you want to develop. Like, it's kind of interesting because what I see. For you, though, for you, what have you learned about yourself? About myself, about myself. Yeah. Um, I really, I, I realize I am committed. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely am committed and locked in and caring and thoughtful, I feel. And I feel like when I, you know, decide whether this is what it's going to be, then that's what it's going to be. Like, I'm, I don't really get deterred from my mindset. Like my decision, I kind of just live with it. So I don't know. This is, I just realized it's like, that's a good question. Think about myself. <laughs> I just, it's so interesting because I don't really think of these questions. Like you know, asking so, so maybe to. maybe let me help you understand. Like you know, for, for me, um, it's been seven months now of being in a relationship, right? Right. And I think you know. I realized that I've been given examples, good and bad, and I realized within the space of a relationship, you, I've learned to keep that line of communication between you and your partner. You know, you have to keep that clear. Um, a lot of the times, we'll bring the ego um, of who we think we are or who we, where we should be. And bring that into the relationship, man. And, and really, I've learned about myself that I, I would bring that into that line of communication to where I'm communicating through that 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 garbage, that baggage. And I've learned to have to respect that space to where if I'm going to say something, I better mean it. And I better be sure it's coming from a place of what I really feel. And it's not coming from operating from a place of hurt or fear or pain. It's coming from a genuine place where I need to bring this to the light, to where I need support in this area. Not only does my partner hold me accountable, but I think it's revealed that in some cases, I will say things just simply based off of emotion or something just based off of my ego. And I'll just speak it and just say it. And it could be damaging to the other person. So really have to be look at myself as a, as a man and how I really not only treat the other person, but also how my words can affect that space as well. And it's really being mindful of what, what it is I'm saying or conveying to the other person. So I think those are one of the things I've learned, especially, you know, as a, as a young man, it's like, okay, it's much more than just taking a girl out on a date, making them feel good and open the door. It's just more so the day-to-day line of communication and, that, and how um, my words affect the other person, you know, within that, you know, space of relationship. Right. Um, I feel you on that, and that's deep, and that's something I am also realizing is like, well, that's something that I always kind of figured, just off of the examples I've been shown, just in life about relationships, it's just communication, and that's funny you talk about communication because even in the past couple of days, like being with somebody, you really understand it's a process of just learning each other and learning how each other's perspectives and giving each other the space to be vulnerable and not feel judged for having a perspective and be able to have, you know, people consider, like, the word, you know, argue. Like, they we kind of put this bad stigma on it. Like, it's, it's a, um, you know, it's this, you know, loud and aggressive, just, you know, yelling back and forth. But in reality, like, the definition is pretty much a conversation of or just getting somebody to see your perspective. So I think also the way we like just view certain words like argue like yeah argue is a healthy thing it doesn't have to be a negative it's just really just understanding each other expressing your uh, perspectives to one another to create you know just more harmony between each other because 
like like you said you're just so like me like i was just so used to like you know just being by myself to really like not have to like explain all the time or, or you know express you know certain things or how you feel this this and that so like that whole process with that has been you know interesting just to I guess dive into because I knew before getting into a relationship like you know those things are going to come about but you're never really ready until like you're really in there but I would say definitely say before the relationship I really feel like I took the time to understand myself and like you're never always going to understand yourself fully but you can build a foundation on what you stand on um, and I feel like I've been on like a spiritual journey under asking myself and understanding myself and really observing how I think and my emotions and really try to you know observe before you know, reacting, things like that. So I feel like I, I had a good grip of who I was just as an individual. And, you know, with our family, like the, the women are very strong in our family. And I feel that, you know, pretty much the male figures, we do be messing up, you know what I'm saying? Like, keeping it solid, like we do be messing up, like we be falling short. Yeah. And I, I just wanted to make that, the way my sisters, you know, they kind of like hearing like my cousin, you know, Kai, me and Fodger, Kai, we're at like this retreat in in uh, in Florida a couple months back. And we were just speaking and just hearing them, even though they weren't directly speaking about me, but the way they were viewing just like black men, it, it, you feel because it's like you're, you are a black man, whether they're talking to you or not. It's just like, damn, that's how they view. That's how they view like me in a way. It's like, damn. So it's like. I really wanted to show that example, like, nah, good men are out here. Good men, you know, who can take care and provide and give you everything that you need to help, you know, you and each other grow, like, they're out here. It's just about, you know, finding the right person and really, you know, reading the flags and once someone's just, you know, BSing and things like that. So I just want to really shine a light on what a good man should be. Um for himself and also for you know his partner in, in moving forward so that's one thing i kind of really am just inspired is just to really like you know show my sisters like you know how at least i mean i'm not saying i'm the perfect guy but at least you know your guy should be hitting these least foundations you know what i'm saying treating you a certain way and things like that so i try to leave that example at least yeah and I think you bring up a great point to where, you know, it's one thing to do it for someone else in a relationship, but also being that best person for yourself. And that's something that I've always admired about you, man, in terms of you've always been curious and wanting to learn more and how to improve uh, in ways to better yourself, your way of thinking, um, just your perspective and outlook. You know, I definitely sense that, sense that you always have been grounded. Um, but, uh, you know, in regards to it, you know, to, to that, like as far as spirituality and, and we'll end with this, but as far as what are your thoughts on spirituality and how it kind of plays into just, or what does that mean for you at this point as far as spirituality? For me, spirituality, it, it really is just the essence of life. It was just like who we are, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's really just, I feel what we are like what our entity is like you know what i'm saying like our spirit that's what that's why like at times like i feel like you know they say higher conscious um like your intuition like these things are all connected into the spirit and where sometimes we might not be physically able to comprehend now we do have a higher conscious where i feel like gives us intuition so like sometimes we can't really explain why we have this hunch but we just know this hunch is right and i feel like 
you know, the more we learn to just really just look inside and tap in, the exterior, everything will flow to you. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it was funny because, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, I was at my friend's house and we were just vibing out. And then, like, I don't know, I saw the earth just kind of just go and work out like he has like this little hill in front of his house so you know i got no shoes on <laughs> i'm running up the hill and like at his so pretty much like up up this hill like across from his house this is his neighbors and they're just like on the porch and they were um they were they were like cooking out doing something and like there's a car kind of like in front of their driveway so i'd run up to the hill stop at the car once i see him and I would just go back down. So I did it about five times. And it was like I created this mental barrier because I was so worried about what the neighbors were thinking about me running up this hill with no shoes on that I was too afraid to even pass this car. And I'm just like, and, and the last one up there, I'm like, what am I doing, bro? Like, I'm, I'm creating my own problem. Like, they don't even really, they don't even care about what the hell I'm doing right now. That's just me thinking about what they think I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, ah, oh, heck no. So the last one, I was like, hell, I'm running past this car. So, you know, sprint up the hill. And like, as I ran past the car, it was as if I had like a breakthrough. So I just kept running, you know, no shoes on down the street. I get to the end of the street, the stop sign. So me, I'm just like, ah, oh, heck no, I'm going to keep, I'm going to run across the street. <laughs> so I run across the street and it's like this, kind of this railroad track. And like, it's a plane of grass. And someone had planted like a little mini field with two goals there. And to me, that whole, that run experience or just told me what I need to hear in terms of just my life. It's just like, what's meant for us is already there waiting for us. You know what I'm saying? And it's just us getting out of our own ways to just let go and flow and whatever we need is going to, it's going to flow and you're going to be right where you want it to be. Because if I didn't ever break that barrier that I built for myself past that car, I would have never got to the field. And, like, for me, the field represented my destiny, you know what I'm saying? That car and that barrier kind of represented just myself and getting in my own way, thinking about what people are thinking that, that, that I might be doing, which they don't even care. Like, you just go and do what you do. So that whole experience, just that little run there is, like, a, a very symbolic to how my mindset is now. Just let go and flow, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, man, I, I, I like that. And I think, you know, that speaks to just life within itself, bro. And, and it really – resonates with me because I think we all can relate to that to where we're up against not only ourselves as you mentioned in our mindset of we create our own mental barriers we're thinking about people that probably ain't even thinking about us um, but also society may tell you one thing and who you are and what you should be or how you should be but also we're up against the world um, and just you know just the world and what we who we are on this earth like it is wild but you know we're battling battling up against all those things, and I was listening to a, a a Nipsey Hustle video, and he was quoting another author, Arthur, author, and he was saying just one of these quotes. Man, it really speaks to you know. It reminds me of what you're just talking about now. And essentially, what he was saying was, "Would you rather be at conflict with yourself and at peace with the world, or at peace with yourself and at, at conflict with the world?" And that mindset, it's really, it's hard because it, when you find peace within yourself, you begin to realize like what's going on around you. So not only are you fighting to maintain that peace, but also it's like you see the, the where others or areas or, you know, where situations where it, things are falling. Bullshit, yeah, you see all the BS, you know what I'm saying? And it's hard because like 
and going back to your point uh, of the job to where you have to accept like this is just the world at some point you're going to have to succumb to that pressure of okay i got to get this job i get i got to get this money but also there's even you know, with me in my Sorry, life but but that's a that's that's just see in in that's you know what i'm saying it gets so deep because that very thought is the ideology of what society has taught us though it is but so 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 what i'm saying is in relation to that concept as simple as that is beyond mm -hmm. that there's an element of yeah i'm at peace with myself but look at the rest of the world Mm, mm, when you see mm. what's going on today, it's like, damn, at some point you just have to accept this is just what it is. And that's all, but like, that's what I'm saying. You got to come to that point of acceptance to where it's just like, for me, I'm realizing if I'm at my better self, the people around me are going to be at the better, the better selves. You know what I'm saying? Like, the more you elevate yourself, everything around you is going to elevate. A lot of time we get we get so caught up on like, damn, how am I gonna change this and change this? Like for example, you know, it'd be cracking me up like even at the house. It's just like Black Lives Matter, like the movement that was going on, like you know, these discussions at the house, and we're all plotting like, you know, how can we how can we have an impact? How can we how can we do this? How can we do that? But yet we can't even tackle the dishes when it's time to do the dishes though. <laughs> Nah, for real. Like this is a real. This is this is what I'm saying. But as as funny as that is, yeah. that's what the reality is. Though we yeah. can't tackle our own space, and we're out here trying to tackle the world. So that's why I had to like regroup my mind. I'm like, bro, I, I gotta make sure I'm taking care of the dishes first, bro, before I'm worried about trying to go clean up outside the street outside. See, and that's two ends of the spectrum, though, bro. Because you can't let the dishes stop you from doing what's right. No, no, but that's not. That's not. But look. What's right is doing what's what's but like that's not what I'm saying. So, but like what I'm trying to say is that doing the dishes is 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 do it's like the small tedious things you need to do to have a bigger impact. For sure. So the house is your universe. So if you're telling me you can't, you want to elevate and you want to and you want to and you want to maintain a certain lifestyle, that's going to take tedious you know, work and attentive to get the job done. So therefore, if you're slacking on your finances, your dishes, your house is going to be, have a certain vibe. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Let me give you a different perspective. Somebody comes to you and say, hey, you know, you telling me you want to be, you know, uh, for example, you want to be a top selling artist, but mm -hmm. you, you ain't got no job. What so 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 what I'm saying is so so no no what I'm saying is is more so that perspective because some people can go from zero to a hundred and still be productive so I was like it's really a give and take because of the the grand scheme of things of like Black Lives Matter we going to impact we going to do this change but also somebody may have the dream of becoming a top football player but right. some may say man you don't even practice every day. Some can say, like, yeah, you want to be part of this protest, but you ain't even part of the BSU at your own school. So, uh, so maybe what I'm saying is, like, you have to start somewhere to get that discipline, whether it be that non But that's what I'm saying. If we yeah. can't start in our house, how are you going to create discipline to, to venture off into bigger ideas and bigger dreams if you can't take the discipline to keep your house at a, at a clean state? You know what I'm yeah. saying? 
So we say the same thing. thing that, even though uh, even though the dishes are is a small thing, it hold it holds so much weight. There's a you greater strength within that. But it's like you mentioned that heel. Do you just simply just do it? Because do you feel you above? Man, I ain't doing them damn dishes. I ain't even let my sister do it. There's pride no, and, in that. And that's, and you know, that's what I'm saying. Even so, like I took it upon myself. I was like, look. Before I start asking everybody else to do the dishes, I'm gonna get because before I was like, well, they can do the dishes because they only never be doing them. But I was like, I gotta show an example. So it's like I'm taking the initiative now, doing dishes, bro. You know what I'm saying? Multiple days, even if it isn't my, like, I'm just gonna do them. I'm just gonna do them. I'm not even speaking. I'm just gonna do them. People gonna see me doing dishes, cleaning up. And we've all been there. And you keep it's, it real. You keep it real. We've all been there. So you know, this is a definite no, right. story. I had, like you said, I had I had to have my own ego death. Yeah. Because I was like the whole time, well, I'm doing my dishes, but nobody else is doing. So therefore I was like, well, fuck it. I'm not going to do them at all. And I'm just like, well, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm trying to grow yet. I'm struggling on this. You know what I'm saying? Struggling on to keeping my own state clean because I'm worried, you know, my, my ego is getting in my way of just getting the job done. So like lately, you know, I've, I really have grown to just like to a higher level of just thinking of like, well, this is my career, bro. Like, even though we're gonna do the dishes, like I'm gonna do them. I'm gonna make sure I'm getting it done. Like I'm trying as much as I can tonight, make sure like the living room straight before we all go to sleep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And eventually, because I know at least from my life, I'm taking care of the little things that I need to be taking care of. Because yeah. you know, eventually I'm gonna be gone. So therefore, somebody gonna have to step up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's I think it's about playing seeds of examples rather than like, hey, you do that go go do the dishes, be telling all the time. I'm just gonna start getting them done because when they start seeing me doing them, now I have more leverage of like, bro, you see me doing the dishes. I'm not just telling you to do them because I be doing them myself. I'm not telling you to do something I won't do myself. Exactly. So I was like, I gotta establish that example first before I even start coming to them. Because you know what I'm saying? I'm not their dad. You know, they're gonna be listening to me like that. So it's like, I just gotta show so that I can preach what I'm doing. So therefore, it's leverage with it to where it's just, I'm not just coming on them like, oh, I'm being lazy. You know what I'm saying? They can't come at me and be like, oh, so John, you don't even do the dishes though. Nah, you see me doing the dishes. So now what's your response? You're going to have to do them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel but you. it's bigger than the dishes, though. You know what I'm saying? It's the it's, it's bitter. It's not even – the dishes is not even the message, though. It's bigger than that. That's what I'm saying. So Yeah. Um, no, understood. Yeah. And, and I think that's a that's a great picture in a way to really uh, articulate what it is you're trying to do. We're all trying to do where we want to – we have these grandiose ideas. We have these large ideas, but as you mentioned, your home is really your universe, and it begins, but also more importantly, it begins with us and how we carry our own selves, and our body is our temple. You know what I'm saying? As you mentioned to where, simply as you running, you know what I'm saying? That whole, you shape that experience for yourself to where it begins with you first, but also the, the immediate effect is people around you within that household. How do you carry yourself? So... That fully resonates and aligns with the, the bigger picture of wanting to do, you know, greater things in, within your life, man. So I appreciate uh, the perspective. I appreciate the insight and, and definitely the time uh, taken to connect. And mind you, we were talking about a little bit of everything and certainly uh, want to conclude with, you know, just final, you know, question. What are some of the just, you know, um, what what is one thing that you know you're looking to achieve or overcome in these next couple of years, or even within your lifetime? Looking to achieve, um, you know, definitely just my my personal aspirations. You know, becoming a professional footballer, becoming a you know a known artist, 
um, and also a known businessman with a brand that's, you know, creating platforms to, to help creators kind of do the same and kind of give them a, a blueprint on how to do that. Whether I know how to do it or not, I can have the connection to set somebody up who's good in that field to do that, to help them out. You know what I'm saying? So, and just doing that, because I feel like if I just can, you know, continue to knock off what I need to knock off, that alone will create a platform, you know what I'm saying, to have an impact, you know what I'm saying, rather than, you know, talking about how can I create an impact, just create myself, and that'll be the platform to what I need to have a voice, you know what I'm saying, so, um, but with that, you know, the next couple of years, just to continue to grow and elevate um, as an individual, just constant growth, constant growth, constant, you know, just moving in a positive direction, really, um, you know, on all levels, mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially. So that's really just kind of just on my on my list and just staying true to who I am. Um, and yeah, just trying to continue to prosper. Continue to prosper, really. For sure, man. Definitely appreciate you uh, taking the time, bro. And that definitely is helpful. Uh, and I think in sharing this, these stories, uh, you know, on the 17 Degrees podcast, which is where we share one's complete victory over the enemy. And, you know, I think we've tackled a number of things, as you mentioned. I think one thing I'm pulling from today's conversation conversation is ego death, uh, mm-hmm. to where that can be a consistent challenge, enemy, barrier uh, that we are constantly faced with. And it's amazing because those are things that are self-inflicted. And that's one takeaway I'm taking from the day, but you express ways uh, especially through running up that hill and persevering through that moment, as you as you explained, is a is a breakthrough, or speaking to doing the dishes and what that looks like and what that what that meant for you in that space and being an example. But overall, from our conversation from the day, man, I, I'm really taking just simply, uh, you have to start somewhere. But if you don't do it, do it right. That's what I'm taking from right. today's conversation. Do it, do it right. Yes, yes, sir. You're gonna do yeah. it. That's the thing. That's so funny. I, I I just had that conversation with my girl. We were, and that, that was literally just a phrase. If you're going to do it, just do it right. That's so funny you say that because that was exactly what's the phrase. And that's really true because it's like if you're going to spend the time from, from point A to point B half-assing it, why even half-ass it? Just, just stop doing it. You know what I'm saying? Give yourself the chance to go all out and see what happens wherever you're at, you know what I'm saying? So, but that mindset, if you're going to be here, just do it. If you're in a gym, just do it. You know what I'm saying? If you got to read a book, don't half-ass it, pay attention, just do it. You know what I'm saying? So that definitely is a lifestyle. Um, and the ego death is constant. So I think it's nothing, should be, nothing to be afraid of. I feel like that's just a sign of growth. Like anytime you're coming into a confrontation with your ego, it's because that ego is realizing it's going to have, it's going to die because your newer your newer essence is about to blossom you know what i'm saying so that's where kind of that friction comes in because like if you know better see not knowing better and just doing the best you can is one thing but if you know better you still not doing what you need to do that's where confrontation comes in so some people might be afraid to seek information because they don't want to have to grow so they just stay in this this mindset so they can feel validated to still act how they want to act you know what i'm saying And that that ties it all back together, man. And and I appreciate just the conversation, man, because it ties back to what we were saying. And 
Man, that's more than enough content for the day, brother. I just want to say I appreciate you much more than just my nephew, man, as another man and, and striving and wanting to do more. Um, I appreciate the time, man, but also the energy. And I'm definitely encouraged to see uh, what God has in store for you in your life. But, you know, last and just real quick, man, how can people get in contact with you, whether it be the music, the apparel, whatever it is, man, we'll give them all the Instagram, Twitter names, whatever you got, man. Go ahead, put that here. So man, get in contact. Word up, word up. Um, definitely you can catch us, uh, our DTFS for the clothing at DTFSapparel.com, or you can check us out on Instagram at DTFSapparel. Um, if you want to get in contact with me, my Instagram is Sajad11, uh, simple as that. So yeah, tap in with me. Um, my music is online. Uh, I got two, two singles out right now on all platforms, uh, everything good and sugar plum. And then I'm currently working on a EP at the moment that I plan on having done by the, you know, next week. So probably not sure I'm going to drop it, but it's definitely going to be later on, probably later on this year. Cause I'm trying to get these, these visuals to kind of tie in with it and really do something special. So um, with that, you know, you can follow me on my page and that kind of, my Instagram page can kind of direct you to all, you know, the, just the different ventures of things. So for sure. Yeah, follow me on Instagram. Yes. So that's, sure. that's, that's, that's what it is. But yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Um, definitely been, you know, it's interesting to kind of have these these talks. I'm so used to like watching, you know, <laughs> but to actually, yeah. you know, have a discussion is definitely a different thing because it's like, okay, what are, you, what are you saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, because this is going to be history. Like once it once it drops, it's kind of like just you know ingrained in history. You know, your voice, what you said, is ingrained in history. So you don't know who's going to be listening. You kind of want to, you know, at least leave something positive. So. Yeah, sparks in their brain. So, but yeah, definitely. You know, it's a, it's a you're you're providing a platform for people to speak. So that's big. So, big shout out to 17 degrees. Yeah, you know I mean, big up, big up, big up, big up, big ass tune. Bully, For sure, man. Well, thank you again for your time. You know what I'm saying. And then, uh, yeah, you know, I'm excited to just to have the continued conversation, man. I definitely love to have you back. And then uh, we'll be, in, you know, we'll, until next time, man. 17 Degrees Podcast, you know what I'm saying? Episode three in the books, a moment in time. As you mentioned, it is history, man. But thank you again, Sajar, for joining. And then, uh, you know, we'll definitely uh, do it again, man. But thank you again. Yeah, big up. One last thing. Um, it's funny. It's the third episode. And, you know, today's mathematics. Three represents understanding. So everything just kind of tying in to just, you know, understanding thyself and, so I think everything kind of ties into the third to the number three. So it's pretty dope. That yeah, brother D. That brother got the knowledge. That brother got the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to, you trying to, you trying to, you know what I'm saying? But uh, all right, yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me on here. Um, appreciate you. And like I said, you always a big inspiration to how, you know, not only me, but just the family and how we're moving. And, you know, definitely always trying to bring us information to grow and things that we may need because, you know, there's always stuff to be learned. And I think, the field that you've been taking, we have a lot to learn from that aspect of things in life. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like our family, at least, you know, my immediate family, we're very, um, I guess, free spirit, mind minded people who are very, you know, visionaries and things like that, but also just having that business mindset and that, that savviness and intelligence and just knowledge about, you know, that side of the field is something we definitely kind of lack on. So, and that's something that I feel like you bring to the table and just awareness and also, but not even just awareness, but answers and things to how we can move to better ourselves in that light too. So 
put all them things together, it's, it's Big Bang. Big Bang, baby. For so, sure. So, everybody has a, has a role, man. Everybody got a, a position on the team, bro. Just trying to do my part, bro. That's all. But it's all love, man. But thank you again. And, and uh, yeah, we and close it out, brother. But thank you again for your time, man. I appreciate you. All right, yeah. Any time, boss, man. All right, love all right. you. Peace. Love you, too. All right. Bless.